0: Hey, all you cool cats and commies, I'm Caleb. I'm Zach. And this is In The Mood. Hey, everyone. This is Caleb here from In The Mood for Real History. Now, before you get started with this episode, if you haven't heard, I want to tell you about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain it to you. First off, being on a teacher's salary, I love that it is free. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. All right, all right, all right. So we made it to another week. It's the week it's we are recording right now the day of the Super Bowl. Go Bucks. Go Bucks, you know, the ageless Tom Wonder.
1: Forty three and counting.
0: 43 and counting, he's left-handed, but he leans right. So, But it's okay, because we want him to get his seventh Super Bowl this week.
1: But- and, and rumor has it, before we start, they all, every one of the offensive linemen on the Buccaneers showed up with Tom Brady's draft photo whenever he, you know, back in, like, 96. Yeah, when he when just I, showed or, up as, yeah. like, a shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. No, it was 2000. Right?
0: The 2000 draft. Yeah, yeah, I was about
1: to say draft of 2000. But they had him <laughs> – showed up when – it was just in his drawers and – had. <laughs> <laughs> and he was literally looked like a bean pole. I was
0: like, and now he's turned into Tom Terrific. Yeah. Terrific with his Tom. with his Victoria's Secret model wife. He hasn't had a shitty week, no. but let's talk a little bit about shitty weeks, because it's been a shitty week for some of us. Yes. How about
1: stepping in dog shit for a shitty week right before the <laughs> podcast started?
0: Walking into the fucking podcast yeah. and you just stepped in. Mind you,
1: about a good solid 30 minutes late. So good you know.
0: good 30 minutes late. And you know, you're not just walking in, you're in on your boot. And your crutches. Yes. You get a little shit on your crutch, too, I yeah, think. I did.
1: And so I, I, I said, I want to go ahead and apologize in advance for the smell of shit today.
0: What a way to start out the podcast. Yes. I mean, you know, and we hope that it won't be shitty to begin with.
1: Exactly. So, so if, it, if you want to go ahead and just rate it about a good old five-star rating. Yeah,
0: here. just give us a five-star review already if you like us, just to, you know, to make Zach's week a little less shitty. Literally. Not a shitty mm. kitty, but yes. it's uh, It's been a week. It's been a week for you, but we thought this week... In honor of Joe Biden and his second week in office. Iron
1: Joe Joe.
0: He's starting his new fireside chats. He's going back to when he was in high, his second year of high school.
1: Back whenever FDR, <laughs> what was it, 19... 19- 19...
0: 1933. That's when he first did his first... He first did his first fireside chat in 1933. And so back when Joe Biden was a sophomore in high school, you know, <laughs> he was riding around in the Model A or Model T, he... uh had these fireside chats. So Joe Biden is going to be starting these new fireside chats again. Hopefully he won't be on the radio. Hopefully he'll actually, you know, have, you know, the internet, use the internet. In modern
1: day, yeah. We're not going to sit by a radio oh, stroking man. our we're little get pit, on our, AM our channel
0: nine, All AM channels Joe Biden will be on. <laughs> Tune in, okay? But in honor of that, we're going to have our own little fireside chat. But our fireside chat deals with lighting up a little bit. But uh, hopefully this discussion will be a good highlight. But um so we're gonna debunk the many myths regarding a fifteen dollar minimum wage. God, I
1: know. You know those Republicans just shit their pants. And
0: just shit a shit of brick right there. Yeah. Oh we can't we can't pay our employers fifteen dollar minimum wage. God forbid. But yes, yeah, so we're just kind of revamping Joe Biden's fireside chats in our own way and we're gonna have little skews to talk about these different myths and so we're gonna debunk myths each week.
1: That so, are that you know what that are just openly by the, by, social media, just thrown out there. And it's completely, some of it is just completely false, too.
0: Yes. Like if you check your Facebook and it's like one of those color backgrounds where you read it and it's like purple and in, a lot of the words are misspelled, probably not your best site resource to use. Just saying.
1: Or Republican.net.
0: Republican.net, right net. That's probably not the most reliable source, just saying. But. So yes that let's um, let's let's hop into it. So what is the
1: argument for the $15 minimum wage in the first place? like why is it that there's it's you hear it on the news now it's such a big to do like as an example, Amazon employees that are striking beca- and just regular fast food workers in general are striking because they don't have enough money to feed their family
0: right. so yeah, let's just lay a little groundwork. This isn't some new thing that's just now popping up. This has been something that has been pushed for ever since around 2012, actually. But raising the minimum to $15, it would more than double the current $7.25 an hour federal minimum wage. But like always, most Republicans oppose that move, saying that it would hurt businesses. But you know, like also like usual, they have not been able to provide any evidence for why it would actually hurt businesses. And this isn't some crazy thing that just the liberal socialist. No, not
1: you know what the, the first thing that people think of it's not the first thing that they say Bernie Sanders he's a socialist
0: yeah then Bernie Sanders socialist he's for it but no it's actually pretty bipartisan so if you want some actual facts unlike most Republicans
1: and, and and you know what's the funny thing on the election that just recently occurred it was the fact that Donald Trump still lost mind you and so but can continue on with that
0: Wait, well Donald Trump no he did not He oh. was stolen. And we're waiting. March, March 6th is coming. Okay? March 6th,
1: I'm going to be in office.
0: I'm going to be there. He's going to be there. I'm but... just
1: at my temporary home in in, <laughs> in Florida. And speaking, of, speaking Florida, of Florida, there you go. There
0: you go. That's a segue right there. These Florida voters that, you know, they voted for Donald Trump overall, but they voted overwhelmingly 61% to 39% to raise the state's minimum wage to $15 by 2026. Ooh, That is a horrible margin right there. So, well, I mean, great if you were for $15 minimum wage, but think about it. That is a clear majority, even Republicans in a Republican-strong state.
1: That, like you said, went red in, right. and, and was expected and by Joe are, Biden, actually. Yes,
0: and they are in favor of a $15 minimum wage. We can even go further than that by saying in a recent Pew poll, Pew uh, it found that the Americans favor increasing the minimum wage to fifteen dollars by a total of sixty-seven percent to thirty-three percent. Over the literally over half the people. So that includes them damn Democrats and the Republicans that support it. It's almost Not like it's bipartisan. Yeah. Joe Biden should just be getting a stiffy with how bipartisan. <laughs> you this know is. why?
1: Because they're just they're working together. And he's like, I just haven't seen this since since the forty-seven years I've
0: been in office. I mean, I hadn't seen it this much since. Democrats and Republicans were together during the Reagan years. (laughs) Oh, I miss Ronald Reagan. But anyway, so we see we got some groundwork about this $15 minimum wage. Let's jump into some of the myths. What's his first myth, Zach?
1: So the myth is the minimum wage was never supposed to be a living wage, but only for entry level jobs.
0: Okay, so it's only meant to be for these these young whippersnappers that just get into the workforce, you know.
1: Or not the fact that people are still trying to find ends meet from getting laid off or something.
0: Oh, of course not. But we won't even know. That's that's not even important (laughs) at all. So the minimum wage was created by FDR back in 1933. So we mentioned back during uh, Joe Biden's second year of high school. But it was due to employers taking advantage of and exploiting workers. So there needed to be a federal minimum wage because employers were taking advantage and exploiting workers. (laughs) Crazy concept. FDR was even quoted as saying, no business, which depends for existence on paying less than living wages to its workers, has any right to continue in this country. So just right there, you see that FDR realized that people had to have a living wage. That meant be able to survive on one wage, not just multiple jobs. not,
1: Not on multiple jobs. But
0: one. And he said, any company that doesn't do that doesn't have a right to continue. And so it was created expressly to ensure that people of all skill levels, if they worked, could have a decent living off of those wages. Thus, it was called a living, living wage. wage. Crazy concept. But, you know, then we get to these, gov- but, you know, people are flipping shit about, well, I can't, have these government mandates can't force some set price. That just won't work, you know?
1: That's of the devil.
0: It's the devil, Bobby. But, you know, the exploitation of workers by employers are why we are here in the first place. That's a whole reason why we have to have these mandates. It,
1: yes. And as an example, like you think that Jeff Bezos just got rich, but he was he's the brains of it. But, you know, who carries him is the actual working people, yes. the and delivery drivers, the, the warehouse workers. Everything is carrying him off the off the back of people he's employed, you know. Right. So you ought to be a little bit grateful for that.
0: Exactly. I mean Joe Biden, when he wakes up in the morning, somebody has to wake him up at seven AM so he can go take a shit before he gets ready for work, you
1: know. <laughs> no, he's gotta put in his teeth.
0: <laughs> Who's gonna <laughs> open <laughs>
1: ready for that? <laughs> Whenever he snores, his lips vibrate together. <laughs> but um
0: what what is it? He has to be, somebody has to lay him down for his afternoon nap so he won't be cranky, give him he, some milk and bourbon. Oh no,
1: no, they give him some <laughs> applesauce. <laughs>
0: Some go No, when he's, he's on the he's on the move, so he gets a go-gurt. Okay. okay. He <laughs> <But, laughs> um, gets
1: go and some and some peaches and some uh can and some uh peaches and sugar.
0: Where <laughs> no sugar on your peaches. But anyway, back in my day, no, um so yeah, we were in this fir- in the this situation in the first place to have to have a mandate because government or uh the businesses are not just naturally gonna be paying people what they deserve. You had to have people organize. Labor unions get together and demand a certain pay and to have government safety, kind of like a safety valve, a fail-safe, in other words. So these labor unions had to force the government to provide these safety nets to, for better working conditions and you know to set these minimum payments, minimum wages, because they were taking, advantages, taking advantage of workers all in the name of profit.
1: And also, you know, even back, let's say back 50 to more, more like a hundred years ago in the industrial revolution, they were like using kids, right? Child labor laws, you know, like
0: oh, guess who pushed forth the first child labor laws? Who? Teddy Roosevelt. So he was a uh, alumni with Joe Biden in college, <laughs> but no, um, they went to college together. No, uh, Teddy Roosevelt pushed through in the Progressive Era, the OG Progressive Era. And he helped push through the FDA, which makes sure we have safe food. Uh, they also, the what is the Clean Food and Drug Act? To make sure that we have actual real medicine, not just like somebody pissing in a, bo- in a bottle and saying, ooh, this is Tylenol. You know, or oh, this is medicine for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. And instead of just like like you said, they could just make shit out of, out of
0: any right. chemicals too. So why do you think that those laws came about? To it, hold people accountable. Yes, because obviously there was an issue
1: issues. Uh, issues.
0: The businesses weren't being ethical. They weren't paying their workers what they were supposed to. They were not providing a safe Keeping up to work. their and end of the myth. bargain. Yeah. They weren't providing a safe work environment. They were just making profit on profit on profit. So the government had to set in place these mandates. So right there, first myth busted.
1: Debunked. Debunked.
0: What's myth two, Zach? An increase in the Minimum wage won't help anyone if all other costs go up, too. And so, you know, this is that one assumption that if we increase the minimum wage, that it will force the cost of living to increase at the same time. And in doing so, it would speed up inflation. So it's kind of like pointless. That's it's what it pointless.
1: Means. It's pointless to better better other people. But you know what? As long as I make my way above minimum wage, and it God don't matter. God damn
0: it, Zach. Why can't you be, you know, you must be nice to be 20 and ignorant and a socialist and not understand how things work. It must be nice. I swear, why can't you be more conservative like me and trust QAnon? Shit. But anyway, so, you know, this just isn't how economics work. And so a 2013 study by the Chicago uh, Fed found that increasing the minimum wage even to just $9 an hour, not even 15 would increase consumer spending, so spending by normal everyday people by 28 billion dollars god and you know what Don
1: you know you like if you want to get technical speak of billionaires billions donald trump could have like if he wanted to leave a mark like how do you not know simple economics you're a billionaire but if if you you don't want to help people by increasing oh, he their left weight a
0: mark and we're talking about skid marks in his <laughs> undies all that mickey d's all that came the, to a head um, why do you think he tweeted so much from the toilet he was shitting all the time that is the mark he left skid marks. there are some more shit marks on that toilet could you imagine? I've I've always wondered this. I, I know this is a sidetrack, but I've always wondered this. Let's say in the wet in the uh, resident suite uh, for the president in the White House. Yeah. Imagine all the asses that have sat on that toilet in the president's bedroom. Imagine all those asses that have. Bill sat Clinton. There. Bill Clinton. <laughs> Ronald Reagan's wrinkly ass. I mean, George Bush, and Donald Trump. Donald J. Trump. <laughs> His His shits were angry. <laughs> They're just angry no they the came time. out with a with they a hair no,
1: they came out with a hairpiece. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they came out red or orange and angry. and it wasn't just any regular shit. it was like water. no pure no, water no.
1: all the time <laughs> it was one that actually hurt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it just came out angry. but I've, have you ever wondered that? like think of all the wonderful thoughts and laws that have been thought of on and,
1: that topic. and and tweet.
0: And tweets that have come up on that toilet, he misspelled "confeife" because he was taking a shit. He went, "Oh shit, shit!" And like and they just go Fefe. But just think about that. But anyway, so I don't even know where I was at. Anyway, so this whole myth that if you it won't help anybody, but just help costs go up, it's just completely wrong. So in spending, also known as demand, for those of you who paid attention during economics class, I know you didn't. It's okay. But Spending. So when spending increases, manufacturers and other purveyors of goods and services can actually charge less. So businesses charge less when other people's spending goes up. And that helps to avoid increasing their prices because they're increasing overall their revenues. This is what we were talking about earlier. If you pay your workers more.
1: They're going to pump more in the economy. They're
0: going to spend more because they have more money in their pockets, right. which means they're going to be purchasing more from businesses, which means businesses would be making more. You mean, you mean,
1: run. you mean your small businesses that ninety uh, percent of America is uh, is made up of, supposedly. Small
0: businesses, but I don't know about ninety percent. But okay.
1: Um, Strong. I was just joking on the ninety.
0: But literally, that's where this. You know, you got to think long term, not you got to think macro, not just micro, like your dick. You got to think macro.
1: Micro is, is not ex- that that's small dick energy.
0: And so, you know, how did, and it leads even to a better question how did they afford to raise the minimum wages throughout our nation's history from 1933 when the um, minimum wage was passed up until today? Each time they've raised the minimum wage, were they flipping shit about, uh, well, what about the inflation? What about it's going to cause businesses to lay people off? No, and if I'm
1: not mistaken, what what was the minimum? What, do you know like the minimum wage even like in the like say the early to mid '80s, and then from then on it gradually goes yeah, up. Yeah, it though. was like like and what, two or three bucks. Yeah, and people didn't flip shit whenever it went up to right. seven dollars and twenty five cents. You know
0: exactly. So having employees is an operating expense that any business person has to take into account. These huge corporations make billions, so paying their employees more would only affect their billions in profits. They're still going to function. They're still going to make billions of dollars, maybe just slightly less. But, you know, minimum wage has always gone up to keep up with the rise of inflation. But after the 1980s, the minimum wage quit raising along with the price of inflation. And so if we were to truly have the minimum wage where it should be to account for inflation and cost of living, it would be around 26 bucks an hour right now. That is the true minimum wage. How insane is that? And we can't even get past seven twenty-five federally.
1: You realize that you just made Ted Cruz, just he just shit his pants whenever he I heard that $26 he an hour. I
0: hope he did. I hope he did. <laughs> Truly, fuck you, Ted Cruz. Truly, but <laughs> ugh, fuck you and your mean shits. But, you know, let's take it even a step further than that. We can even go further than that. If that's not enough skew for you already. Skew, skew. Let's take it a step further. You know, as we mentioned, increasing the minimum wage will benefit the economy because, you know, there are these hidden costs of having low-wage workers, which ends up affecting everyone. That's
1: the funny part is that it affects people, but then you still want it to keep the same whenever – if you increased it, you know?
0: Exactly. So it actually costs businesses more to keep their pay low. I know that that is crazy for all you capitalists, but – it costs businesses more in the long term to keep their wages low. So working full time at the current federal minimum wage of 725 means that the employees make right around $165 per month above the federal poverty level. And that's if you don't have kids. So you, that means you have $165 above what the federal poverty level is. How sad is that? You work 40 hours a week at a... Entry level job for seven twenty five, right? And you only make one hundred and sixty five dollars more a month than what the federal poverty level.
1: And you know a, a very strong majority of people actually don't live just by themselves. You know
0: exactly. So in the, if you even have one child, then you are going to fall well below the poverty level, which means that you're going to be more dependent on social services to the tune of about one hundred and fifty two billion dollars. Per year, so
1: that means about your whole. Oh, you, you're on welfare. You're on. You're on your food stamps. You're exactly. On
0: your... So if they would pay the workers more, that over time that would cut down on the need for assistance or reliance on government assistance. But the thing about this, I'm not against government assistance. I think that the government should provide basic needs. For the people. To
1: people who can't access them, Exactly.
0: So think about that. If we provided, we are the wealthiest nation on earth. If we provided basic needs like the right to a home, the right to water, clean water, the right to food, covered the people's basic needs, think about how much money they would be pumping into the economy. That would tenfold cover the cost that it would cost people because we have the ability to pay for it. It's just the government will to pay for it. And then when you really think about it, why is the government so against providing basic needs for people? You know, how fucked up is that when you really think about
1: it? And you, you know, what else sounds really fucked up to me is the fact that, you know, Joe Biden said he wants to, you know, he wants to give people a stimulus check, but he don't want to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. You know, like he's he's not really pushing so hard for that, but he's he knows
0: that it won't pass. He's worried that it won't pass.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like it, you know, even if it doesn't pass, why would you not just go full steam ahead? Try. Yeah.
0: Try. I would respect him so much more if he tried and failed than just giving up before we even try.
1: Yeah, and exactly. And he just wants, like you said, he just wants to leave the minimum wage at $7.25. Whenever, like you said, it
0: exactly it, proven
1: research said that you only have on what is it $165 above the poverty line? So
0: in a month, yeah, if you work minimum wage. Yes, yeah.
1: that's ridiculous.
0: And that's what I don't understand is. You know, we have majorities in the House, the Senate, and the presidency. What better time than the present? Well, I want bipartisanship. Fuck them. Truly fuck them.
1: Why does he want, like, what? No, my question is why is it he's preaching so much on bipartisanship? Like, what? what Because
0: he's no different than them. He's a moderate. He wants this bipartisan. I say, fuck you. They literally, the people you're trying to negotiate with, people that tried to have you killed not even a month ago. Brought out a month ago now. So how do you think you're going to be able to negotiate with dipshits like that? You're not.
1: Or who's just in it for themselves and not right. the people.
0: You try to pass it, and if they don't want to do it, we pass it through budget reconciliation and say, fuck you, we're going to pass what we want. That ends, they sure as shit did it a couple of years ago with the trillion-dollar tax cuts. They sure as shit did it when they repealed Obamacare. They sure as shit did it when they rejected um, COVID relief packages.
1: And, and but and also they they had their choice of like like you said they could have gave people more than six hundred dollars as well right you know
0: right and it's it's such bullshit such bullshit
1: and hypocrisy
0: yes yes so anyway speaking of hypocrisy let's get back to myth three what is myth three
1: an increase in the minimum wage is bad for employers
0: so this kind of goes along with paying more they think that it's horrible for employers but paying a higher wage to employers can only help employers cut costs in other ways. I know that's crazy. God.
1: God, you're actually saving money by paying people more. Wow. Paying people
0: more will save you more money. Increasing the minimum wage may also spur businesses to operate more efficiently and employees to work harder. So crazy concept. If you are paid more as a worker, aren't you going to be happier? Yes. Because, <laughs> yeah, you're you have money to stress, spend. Your morale is going to be higher, so you're going to be happier. You're going to stay at that job longer, won't you? Yes which also means then you're going to spend more in the economy. <gasps> so you're going to have more stability at the workplace because you're going to stay there longer. So the employer's not going to have to worry about hiring and training and the costs that come with that of more employees. Right. Wow. Crazy. So providing higher than minimum wages just sends that message to your employees that at least they act like they give a shit about you
1: exactly because they're profiting off your labor like why would you not exactly. want to like you said give and give thanks and be grateful to people who are because striving to make your company
0: beings, most of them
1: to, to make your company better
0: yes that would make sense but you know higher wages like i mentioned leads to happier employees who stay longer and reduces the turnover and training cost you're not going to have people leaving all the time if you pay your workers a good wage
1: yes because some companies cost like thousands of dollars to hire people in the first place mm-hmm. just ju- and then and then they quit say a month two months in the job
0: right like exactly so over time it's more expensive to hire and train new workers than it is to just re- retain these long-term loyal workforces you see the companies that are the most successful are the ones who pay their workers the best you see that over time so workers win because they have more purchasing power they have, they're able to hold their employers accountable. They're able to hold the employers to be more accountable and the employers win because they are more, uh, able to rely on a happy, productive workforce. So it's a win-win
1: less problems. Yeah. Yes.
0: It's a overall win-win crazy. I know, but it's actually using common sense and thinking.
1: Or not, not even that is the fact of actually caring about people other than yourself.
0: Ooh, crazy concept! And you know?
1: the, and the fact that oh well, I may bring in twenty nine billion instead of thirty one billion.
0: And you know what? That sounds like socialism to me.
1: Yeah, but you know what? I, you to I, kid I, I, even though about even even though I'm still making twenty nine billion dollars, then you, you know, like what what can but, I what can you spend with twenty nine billion dollars versus thirty one billion?
0: I know, I know, like. God forbid that you make slightly less in profits to make sure that little Annie over there can actually feed her kids and not have to work two jobs and only be able to work one. Like, you would think that that would just be common sense to people. But we have propped up these motherfuckers for so long. And taken up for them. And taken up for them to where they feel entitled to it. And to then we had just defended them for so long so that when people speak out against them, it's like, no, how dare you? Capitalism. They're great. They've succeeded. Okay, how did they succeed?
1: Off the backs of other people.
0: Exactly.
1: And And, and and it's you,
0: buddy. You're the one that's being fucked over.
1: Exactly.
0: Like, you don't get it. You're being fucked and not in a good way. And you don't care. You're just smiling the whole time. You didn't
1: even get a quickie.
0: Like, literally, you didn't even get dinner first. You know, you're just, and it, and it's like you're saying, thank you, can I have another? It's like Animal House. Jesus.
1: I'm forgetting this question right. <laughs> it will cost us jobs and raise unemployment.
0: All right, so myth four. This idea that it's going to cost us jobs and raise unemployment, but like typical Republican conservative fashion, there's absolutely no evidence. evidence. That God, that, that just sounds like the fuck election. Fuck your feelings. That just we sounds need facts.
1: like the election. No, Owen oh, eighty two, right?
0: Owen oh, eighty six. Owen oh, eighty six in Supreme Court case or in uh, court cases. You think after the first fifty that they'd give mm-hmm. up? Think after the first like, one. Like like the Cincinnati Bengals. Like no offense to Bengals fans, but shit, they had Marvin Lewis for fifteen years, and that idiot, that guy, can never get them past. You couldn't even win a playoff game. Couldn't even win a playoff game, but they still kept him for fifteen years. That's like
1: that's it's, content.
0: It's no, that's the epitome of insanity. You keep failing over and over again, but you still expect a different outcome each time. That's insanity. Knowing that you're gonna fail, so there's no. Ep- evidence that raising the minimum wage causes an increase in unemployment or job loss in fact goldman sachs who is about as conservative as you can get i mean just listen to it goldman Sachs, gold goldman Sachs.
1: sachs. Go- goldman Sach. that
0: just sounds that just sounds conservative sounds like
1: like like a leprechaun trying to hoard all the gold
0: he's not saying but in a goldman sachs analysis of the 29 states which has raised their minimum wage found that the states where the minimum wage went up had faster employment growth than the states where minimum wage remained at a lower level. Wow. So you raise minimum wage means that you also have an increase in employment. Who would have thunk that? Thunk it. Who would have thunk that? And it's also like the states that have the lower minimum wages are also the states that are near the bottom of overall happiness. In overall productivity, I see you, Alabama and Mississippi.
1: Damn right. Jesus. You <laughs> no see- offense, but if like – you realize how much people shit on Florida, but if Florida can do it, then Alabama can do it.
0: Like Florida, they can't get past whatever the fuck they always have with these random stories like the Florida man and all that kind of stuff. But they can at least raise the minimum wage. Like they're going to throw an alligator at people through the uh, drive through window. But yeah, <laughs> like literally there was a story about that. <laughs> This lady got pissed off at a drive-thru worker, so she left and came back with an alligator and threw it at her through the window. Like That's the kind of shit that happens in Florida, but at least they're making 15 bucks an hour.
1: <laughs> uh, exactly, and we can't even get minimum, and we're at minimum wage here. You but know. at
0: least we got a mask mandate. Like, But nobody follows it. No. Nobody <laughs> follows it. Like, I'm sitting in these motherfucking restaurants. That is the most annoying thing. I go to this restaurant last night, and you walk in, and in big, bold words, it says, Do- face mask required. When you're, unless you're sitting at a table and you see these small dicked white guys walking in in their camo and they're like not wearing a mask at all, and They're like, I won't do it.
1: You violate like, like, my rights.
0: My rights. I won't do it, motherfucker. I won't do it. Meemaw can't tell me that is my God given right to not give a shit about others. Like literally, I'm like, I look at them and I'm like, do you not realize how stupid you look? You're standing there like this. With the, I know everybody that's listening can't see this. But with
1: a big old chew in your mouth, too. A
0: big old slack, just boom, right there in your lip. You're like, I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to stand here, and I am going to just hold my nose up. I'm going to do it. Like, literally, it's just, oh. I, I, I literally look at if you wear a mask or not as an IQ test. Like, literally, have you ever noticed that the people that refuse to wear masks are also the most dipshitted people? Have you ever noticed that? Like, it's just called giving a shit about others. But anyway, sorry. So we talked about the states that had the higher minimum wages also were the states that had higher job growth. Crazy coincidence, I know. And so, um, if you want a little facts to back it up, because you know we actually have facts. Damn on right. The show. And you
1: know what? We don't just make up shit.
0: Facts, not feelings. There you go. So the Congressional Budget Office forecast that 1.3 million workers would become jobless due to an increase to $15 an hour. But what was not taken into consideration was whether those were seasonal employees who are going to lose their job anyway because once Christmas is over, they lose their job to begin with.
1: Do you think seasonal, like seasonal workers, is is a pointless thing or what?
0: I mean, no. I mean, certain businesses hire workers strictly for the Christmas season. Like, I know the Post Office and Wally World and Target, Target, Amazon, they always hire more workers, but they know that it's going to be seasonal work. But what these dipshits that are against the minimum wage, and yes, you are a dipshit, what they don't take into consideration is that these seasonal workers are going to lose their job anyway at the end of, like, Christmas season, you know? So, um. It mentioned also that it was forecast that 27 million workers would receive pay increases thanks to this $15 minimum, which also would reduce the amount of people in poverty by 1.3 million people. So 1.3 million workers would become jobless. 1.3 million people would lose or would uh, move out of poverty level. So it kind of offsets everything. And I mean, just think about it. 27 million people would receive pay raises. That enough, right? That right there should be enough to convince people. Like
1: that your own job could you could be making two to three dollars more an hour at your own job. But you know what? You don't want to get paid more, evidently.
0: But this is the thing that I still can't get over. And I'm really gonna talk in a slow, smooth voice for this. Why are we not angry at the company? For if they would allegedly lay off workers for having to pay them a living wage, why are we defending the corporations that are laying people off? Why are we defending them? Why are we not angry
1: that they're not the, paying that, people more? Right, that
0: they are not paying people more and would lay them off? You're getting mad at people that are wanting to give people more pay, and you're defending the corporate billionaire who doesn't give a flying fuck about you.
1: Even if you, you think Jeff Bezos gives a shit about half his employees, no. being honest. No. 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 It's just cogs in a machine because, you you know, as You're an just example. just another
0: brick in the walls. Right?
1: Exactly. You know how whenever they would work, like, like, say they work multiple, they pull multiple shifts and stuff like that, and then they decide to go on strike, right? You realize that Jeff Bezos just says, oh, well, if they fire him, there's somebody else who would want to come in and make $15 an hour. You know, like. That just you shows how, how in the machine, yeah. That just shows how much they value you.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I am truly shocked that you still have your job. To be honest with you, once you got injured, yeah. If it wasn't, if it was, I don't know. It's almost like because there have been, you know, workers' bargaining rights. You you still have a job. You know that because of government mandates, right?
1: The ninety days, right?
0: Right, that they can't fire you automatically because you got injured.
1: I, th- I thought it's like that in like Alabama, they can just fire you for well
0: at will. Yeah, but oh. that's not in- that doesn't deal with injuries. Oh, okay, once you're injured, used to back in the day before they had these workers' rights and OSHA and all that kind of shit, uh, employees or employers could fire people if they got injured. So that's why people, you know, like um, have you- did you read the book The Jungle in high school? No. Oh, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well. If you would have read that book, you would have known that these workers and these meat processing factories in the early 1900s, they would still go to work even if they got injured. Like if they got their arm cut off or if they broke their arm at work, they would still go to work. They wouldn't get paid. If they didn't, they'd lose their job. And they didn't get uh, workman's comp. That was through organizing and labor unions that got us where we are. But anyway. That's for
1: actually working for the people.
0: Ah, The people. So anyway, Myth 5, I know you were really excited about this. This
1: one. very staunch, I'm going to say this in a very staunch Republican accent.
0: All right, say it in the most Marco Rubio, Mitch McConnell way you can. Only teenagers and uneducated people
1: work for the minimum wage. <laughs>
0: that Thank you, uh, Senator Tuberville. I'm glad that you were able to put get the, a job. I'm glad you were able to put together a sentence for that. I know you had to practice a couple of times. Senator get, Tuberville, get a job. Your sentences are about as great as your defenses. Okay, yeah, that's so, all. He, that's oh. that's literally
1: all he says to everyone. He just, everyone, he just points at him and says, "Get a job."
0: And this is coming from the man who is fired from every job that he's ever worked at. Get a job. Get a job, sir. You're fired. Get a job. <laughs> he points at himself. Get a job. <laughs> so. Only teenagers and uneducated people work for the minimum wage. Like how asshole ish of a comment is that to begin with? At least they have at least they
1: have a job and they're paying taxes.
0: Right. So according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, about 4.7% of the working population make at or below the minimum wage. 4.7%. So while a disproportionate percentage are under the age of 25, about 35% of those 4.7% of workers. Um, the population who would benefit from a minimum wage increase is on average at thirty-five years old. Is that a teenager?
1: No, I think now they. I, they, I think some, they've already hit puberty.
0: Hopefully, they've, hopefully they've gotten a couple of you know years on them. And yeah. I mean, and they're not.
1: A, maybe they're a late bloomer.
0: Maybe you know they're a grower, not a shower. But <laughs> but maybe you know their maturity level is still as a teenager, even though they're thirty-five. But still, and then eighty-eight percent are over the age of twenty. So eighty-eight percent of that four point seven percent or thirty-five percent of um people under the age of twenty five are over twenty. So it is a very minute number of people that are actually teenagers or uneducated.
1: Quote e, teenagers. Unquote, yeah. Yeah. How are you uneducated whenever you're trying to go to school to, to be educated?
0: Well then you are still technically uneducated
1: but you're in the process of going yeah through.
0: and you're i mean you can't be blamed for that
1: that's what i'm saying like yeah. why are you blaming them for trying to go to school and right. you know trying to well, get I'm, an education that's that forced that still upon you.
0: yeah exactly that still doesn't mean that they don't deserve a living wage because it's coming from somebody who has a college degree and about to have a master's degree i'm not making enough money to be able to pay those off just off the bat you know i'm going to be at or near the poverty level still and that's sad Shouldn't we want more for our society? It's not like it's gonna be taking away from somebody to give to others. we're not.
1: For God's sakes, we're not taking away from Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk I, billions of dollars. I think
0: we should. I think we should, and I'll put it on record right now. I think we should. Nobody on this God-given earth should be worth that much money while somebody's sleeping out in the street. I'm sorry, it is not morally right. And all of you people that claim to be Christian, you are fucking hypocrites. I'll tell you. I right think now, you
1: just need. I think you need to hear that. Say it louder for the people in the back.
0: For all those people that claim to be Christians, you are a fucking hypocrite. If you think it's okay for Jeff Bezos to be worth one hundred and eighty-five billion dollars while somebody's sleeping in the streets,
1: but but you know what? They worked hard and they earned it.
0: Okay. You think so? You think so? So having this company that was built off of the labor of other people, they that means that they earned every penny of it take whatever job you work at do you not contribute to that job that workplace so shouldn't you have a ownership stake in that company since your labor did that how do you think they would respond well yeah well you know what that's a socialist policy right there so, so welcome to socialism, Fuck yourself <laughs> anyway so let's even go a step further than that a step further so a $15 minimum wage is the single most concrete way to reduce racial inequality in this country as well because it puts money in people's pockets and it makes a material change in their lives. Not like you said, it's
1: not just like a, like a pat on the back. Good job. You're an essential worker. I'm proud for right, you.
0: You're not getting, oh, I'm going to get me a, a plane to fly over the hospital make me feel special because we're working hard. What about all that money that y'all spent on flyovers? You could have gave You could have give, given <laughs> give to fucking hospital workers.
1: You could have gave them a raise, but you know what? Right. We're just going to show support.
0: We're going to set off a couple of sparklers. We're not, we're not going to pay you. <laughs> we're going to get some pop rocks and give give you some pop rocks in a cup. Okay. Congrats. <laughs> You're an essential worker. We'll give you a big thumbs up.
1: We're not even going because well, you know what? We're not going to pay you, but we're going we're going to rent things that cost thousands of dollars right. that you could have gave everybody fifty bucks.
0: <laughs> we're going to get. A fondue machine (laughs) during the middle of COVID. A workplace workplace party. (laughs) A virtual party. So, literally, the Economic Policy Institute found that raising the minimum wage to $15 would help 25% of black workers, 19% of Hispanic workers, and 13% of white workers, and then almost 11% of Asian workers. So, across the board...
1: It helps every single...
0: Yes. Great. It, it helps. From I, one your, it doesn't take from your pocket. Listen, old white lady, I promise you don't have to clutch your pearls. Nobody's going to come take your money hell, and give it to a black person. help. 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 I keep figuring
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> it's not going to happen. Like, my God. But anyway, this one is one of my favorite myths. So I'm really excited about this one. Myth six raising the minimum wage would make small businesses. They would just close. They they just be
1: gone in thin air.
0: They just disappear, poof. Because that's what's happened every time that the minimum wage has been raised throughout history. Didn't you see millions of small businesses close? Didn't you? No, no. A fifteen dollars minimum wage can be phased in over longer times to give small businesses time to adapt. And this is the approach that has been taken and been successful in Seattle. Which is one of the first cities to raise their minimum wage to $15 an hour.
1: Exactly. And the fact that, like you said,
0: people are just bitching about
1: you getting more money in your pocket.
0: Right. But, you know, it's only for the part of Seattle that wasn't burned down because, you know, all of Seattle's been burned down. And and the fact of the matter, like you said, it's
1: it's not just going to be tomorrow everybody's getting $15 an hour. It's going to be phased in over time.
0: Yes. You know, most minimum work... Minimum wage workers work for big businesses, a large percentage, more than 50% of businesses are big businesses, not small businesses. So raising minimum wages only hurts one group, major corporations and the people in charge of them. Initially, not long term, they're still going to make their profits, but initially they may see a dip in their profits. They're still going to be making profits, but just an initial little oop, like a little dip. Like one night you have a little bit too much to drink, so you get a little sick, so you're down for down for the count. But then but then you rally up but and then you, you rally back. You rally back because mama didn't raise no bitch. So um so it this is what I don't this is my main thing, you know. If your business model depends on paying workers poverty wages, then most likely your business model is broken. That's just not a great way to set up your business.
1: Well, what about, what about whenever people say, you know what, what if they just don't make that much money in the first place and that's all they can afford to pay their employees?
0: Okay, then you would think that if you had a more stable workforce, you need to look at why your workers are – why you're not making that much profit to begin with. Because, okay, we we're having to compete with big business. That's another issue altogether. We need to be able to bust up monopolies like uh, Amazon, Walmart. Walmart and all the big tech companies. That's another issue altogether. That's a that's a whole other hit of that water pipe. I know, right there. <laughs> right there. But then think about this. Um, then you need to understand maybe a lot of your costs are going to hiring and training workers. So if you're able to keep your workers longer, you're not gonna have to have that expense of having to constantly hire and rehire. So, but you know, there's still good news for employers. The money saved on training, like I mentioned, more than makes up for the cost of higher wages. It's also known as the Costco effect. So this method is known to companies who discover that, you know, profits actually increase when they pay their employers more, just like we talked about. If you have stability in the long term, these employers will make more money because their workers are happier, they stay in place. And I know that we keep mentioning this over and over again, but it just makes sense. It
1: does. You know why? Because you're supposed to be... At service to your workers and not not it shouldn't be the opposite way around
0: Mm-hmm. it's crazy it's crazy last but not least last but not least mid-seven
1: so if you raise the minimum wage mcdonald's and other big companies will just replace all the workers with robots is what they say so as an example say you work at uh Publix, right and they say oh well you know not even Publix. we'll say McDonald, no, no, Walmart, if I can, if I can mm-hmm. fucking speak. So,
0: she was one of them big companies. There's so many. I don't
1: know. So if we go to Walmart, they're going to say, oh, well, they're going to replace all the cashiers with automated checkout. Okay. And and there's going to be no jobs left in that department right there. So, I mean, all you're going to have to do is just either be a stock and then the people at stock, that stock the store, they're going to have to cut down because there's already people there, you know?
0: Well, think about this. Why is it okay for them to have cut all those workers? Why? Has Walmart seen any dip in prices or dip in uh, profits? No. The top three or top four people in this country wealth-wise have seen their uh, profits and their net worth um, increase by over $1 trillion since the coronavirus pandemic.
1: And I'm pretty sure people could probably name the the companies.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, I believe the Waltons and Elon, uh, Bill Gates, and Elon Musk have seen their profit or their wealth increase by over a trillion dollars just in the last year. So that's complete bullshit, right there. By saying, oh, well, they're just going to cut their workers if they got if they start losing money. They're making shit tons of money
1: for them in for, for their individual, yeah, price. their individual selves. After you get done paying all yes. your employees and and the operating cost, you still make. 30 <laughs> you're Literally. still pocketing $30 billion.
0: Literally. So they're still making billions of dollars, but still cutting their workers. So you need to be able to hold those, work, those employers accountable. And so at this point, though, technology isn't even good enough because if it were, it would have already happened. They would have completely phased out cashiers altogether. I mean, Walmart has like four cashiers that works all the time anyway.
1: And that's so, lucky.
0: If you're lucky. So, I mean, Jesus, it doesn't matter what time you go to Walmart, it's still going to be like that. And but, half
1: the time, half and literally the self-checkouts always packed anyway. So you're right. Like, I'm just gonna have to suffer and wait in this line.
0: Right. And I mean, look at this quote from McDonald's CEO. He said that uh, talking about, you know, the wage and the robot theory, the whole we're gonna replace everybody with robots. He said, and I quote, I don't see it being a, a risk to job elimination. Ultimately, we're in the service business. We will always have an important human element. So literally. You're not going to be able to phase all these people out and even if it does happen we have to think about why that's happening in the first place
1: hence you know let's say talk about jobs phasing out hence the green new deal
0: the green new deal exactly if we had a green new deal we would be able to you know help these people have a job as they transition into a green economy so that way they would have a more stable job with higher pay and better job security going forward.
1: So let's say, as an example, what what would you respond to those? Have you seen the video of those uh, Keystone Pipeline workers that uh, are mad at Joe Biden, quote-unquote, because they got laid off and don't have a job anymore? What would, you, what would your response be to that?
0: Okay, well, first off, that job is a temporary job because your job was literally to build the pipeline, and then what are you going to do once you're done with that? If we had a Green New Deal, these would be set jobs... That they would have on the job training, job security, and better pay, as they transition our economy into a green economy. So they would have guaranteed jobs, guaranteed employment, as they transition. So instead of, and it's not going to happen just like that, you know. It's going to be a phase process. It's not it's like phased Thanos. Out. It's
1: not like Thanos. Right.
0: <laughs> I I thought it but oh, why wow, that was three hundred. Never yeah. mind. But literally, it would be phased in and out. So it's not like they would just stop pumping oil like automatically. It would be a slow process because you know Joe Biden. Anything exactly? He, he's
1: moving on his walker, and he just what? What is it? He signed where he said uh, there. He he says you can have no more. We're not leasing out no more oil contracts. Was was one of his right. executive orders. Right. So that that's that itself is just now happening. You realize that's going to be years and years and years right. before something so like
0: that. All it is is fear mongering tactics. That's all it is. Fear monger, fear monger, fear So, but. What do I know?
1: You're just one of them far left liberals.
0: Liberal socialist. If that means that I want health care for everyone, or, uh, if that means that I believe everybody has a right to a safe place to live and to eat. And the right to $15 a fucking the hour. right To $15 a minimum, uh, minimum wage an hour, then call me comrade, okay? I guess I'm a proud oh, socialist I- then. So, definitely, we uh, that wraps up this episode. We hope you liked and enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Tell us how you feel. Do you support a $15 minimum wage,
1: or do you think we're just full of shit? <laughs> <laughs> literally,
0: literally, literally. We know that Zach's got shit on his boot, but uh, yes, those boots
1: are made for walking, though, <laughs> for,
0: for, for crutching. That's just <laughs> what they do. But uh, one of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you.
1: I'm Iron Joe.
0: <laughs> so we hope that you enjoyed this first of our hopefully many fireside chats. So make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. And when we're, we're talking to
1: the country, we're talking to everyone.
0: over the a- All over the AM and- <laughs> waves. We hope that everybody is listening in their and 1957 Packers. And okay? your very,
1: very comfy bathrobe.
0: <laughs> so Zach, take us out.
1: Levitating your perspective each episode of the time.
0: Y'all have a great week.